Hey guys, welcome in. It is Brad with College Sportscast. I've got John Hammonds here with me tonight, and we are here to do our Big Fuss show week 25, season two, guys. Alright guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College Sportscast. Sorry we're running behind today. I've been very busy and Kentucky is playing as we speak. <laughs> so Hammonds and I are kind of in the middle of watching a Kentucky game. That's why I pushed the show back 30 minutes, to be honest with you. I figured we'd at least get to halftime. Um, we are playing Vandy tonight. Vandy's not a good team. Not not really. Um, mm -hmm. They're 6-15 and 15 on the year. So, uh, this if we're going to do this in the middle of a Kentucky game, I figure this is a good one to do it in. Right, Ammons? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, we try not to do this in the middle of Kentucky games, just to be honest with you. Um, but I'll, I've been so busy and swamped and doing things, I didn't really re realize until earlier. Hammonds called me. He said, you know, we need to do this a little later, right? And I'm like, um, no, why? And he's like, and I, I knew I was going to watch Kentucky, but I just hadn't put two and two together. Mm -hmm. um, but anyways, so... Um, we're here to do a short version of our Big Fuss show. I really don't have a whole lot together tonight, so we will probably make this a short show tonight um, and uh, maybe watch the last five, six minutes of the game here. So, uh, But we are College Sportscast, and you can uh, find us at Let's Talk Sports. Um, we are featured on Let's Talk Sports. We are also featured on Sundays on the Real Fresh channel, and you can find us at WSBN TV. Visit um, homefieldapparel.com. Check out our vintage premium collegiate apparel company that is with us. Use our code CSCAST uh, for a 15% discount with them. They have over, over 180 teams to choose from collegiate teams to choose from lots of cool stuff check them out all right hammonds in the news today what do you got in the news college worlds that, that kind of that kind of um spoke to you or, or something that you think we needed to talk about anything that you heard today that was in the news not that i've I haven't really paid attention to a lot of things lately. Well, I'll tell you one thing that I kind of wanted to talk about tonight in the news, and I, I wanted your opinion on it. So the last two, three days since like Saturday or maybe Sunday, something like that, um, Rick Pitino 
seems to suddenly be um, has he has all the answers on what needs to be done in college sports. All of a sudden, um, just I don't know. So he's had an epiphany or something. I'm not sure well, what happened to. Rick I think Pitino, a lot of that. A lot of that. All bull. of a sudden, he 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 has all the answers. He's tweeting them all out. Everybody's falling for all this crap, and I just well, wanted. One thing. I wanted to get your opinion. What's what's up with Rick Petito and all of a sudden he has all these answers? Well, the one thing that he was talking about was the Dartmouth where they was being employees. That was just a sarcasm. He was making a joke out of that. But the other stuff, I'm not real sure about. Like it, it's it's a little odd to be honest. Like well, so my thing is this. If he has all these answers, where where has his voice been for the last four years? Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I wonder. You know, that's what I I don't understand what triggered suddenly he has all these answers of what needs to be done. I'm gonna tell you what I think, and and and, and not necessarily um, that that he's doing this out of malicious or anything. But I do mm-hmm. believe that that he kind of has a little vendetta against the NCAA. Yeah, he like does. He's been, you know what I mean? Like he's been he's had a few run-ins with the NCAA, and I mm-hmm. I believe like he he tweeted out he's been putting it in tweets and everywhere. Like he's been doing this stuff for the last two or three days, and he's like rule one and rule two and rule three and what needs to be done and all that. By the way, Antonio Reeves is just having himself a night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. This way, this way a few times just because the game's on back there. Yeah, so, but some of the things that um, Rick Pitino says, like there's sometimes where he'll go off the wall with stuff, and I'm thinking, what's this guy saying? What's he talking about? Like, I don't know, man. He's just uh, – sometimes it just – it, it blo- the new age of social media and Twitter has, to me, has destroyed everybody. <laughs> everybody can twiddle I, their time. I mean, it's like, play. can you imagine so when Rick Pitino was, was coaching at Kentucky a long time ago when he was here at Kentucky? Can you imagine him, like, like himself, like, having a, like, speaking out to the fans and the media like he is? Like, I, that's just weird. Like that's really Rick Pitino. You don't see, Could you don't you see imagine? Chris Beard doing that. You don't see, well, I was thinking you don't see John Calipari. Rick Barnes ain't doing that. Well, another thing too, I tell you something else that I kind of, you know, you said you remember when Cal Perry and uh, John Chaney got in that fight um, back in the early nineties with UMass and Temple. Like, wonder what social media would have been like back oh, yeah, then. Absolutely. Like two coaches going oh, well, at it in a, in a post-game you know, conference. There was some things said during that one. If it was said in this day and time, they would have been some people point. fired. <laughs> yeah. They would have been some people fired pretty quickly. Yeah, that, that, that's that's a fact. That's a really fact. I don't know. I don't know. If well, we and, and then you have the body night with I'm not saying what was said in that press conference, but if you go back and look, there'd be some well, people I mean, losing you, some jobs. If you look back at some of the things that Bobby Knight's done, you know, swinging the chairs. Could you imagine doing that and seeing that on social media now? Like what the reaction would be? 
Oh, I mean, be. people would be killed nowadays, you know, I mean, honestly. So another thing that I wanted to get to real quick that was in the news today. So finally, because the NCAA has been getting killed in the court system. They have been yes. losing case after case after case after case. They lost a case. Uh, well, it's mm -hmm. it's still temporary. It's not in, it's not completely lost. But mm -hmm. you know they were trying to keep the one year transfer in, in place, and they and temporarily they have lost that. It's not finished yet. But today, the NCAA actually a judge ruled in their favor today on restrictions for NIL, um, and those restrictions are. Um, for compensation during the recruiting process, they can't well, be. It, they it, can't. It, they, what I'm saying is, is you can't use that as a tool for like pay for play. Is what what I'm well, saying. Well, the, the Tennessee one, the Tennessee one was rejected. Um, that's what. That's what I'm talking. So. About. This is where you're going to have a problem. Has been fighting. Virginia has all of a sudden been fighting, and there was a ruling today against Tennessee saying that they couldn't pay for play in, in those situations when you're recruiting kids that you can't do that. That that is well, here's the you know, issue though. If Nico um Avalea, I can't I can't pronounce his last name. But yeah, if he if he gets ill ill eligible, ineligible, I'm telling you, th there's going to be war at the NCAA headquarters because Tennessee fans are going to are really going to they're going to put some pressure on them. Well, I mean, uh, Tennessee fans are already going going ape crap. But I mean, yeah, the, the, there's they're, they're, there's rules in place for a reason, and I am glad I am one glad to see that they are being able to use these rules and say, mm -hmm. they, hey, you can't do this without the judge and the court system destroying all the rules and saying it's wild, wild west and anything is in it. You can do well, anything and you too, want. Another thing is, is the whole NIL deal. It's, it's a, like we even talked about this last week. The, the whole NIL deal stuff is there needs to be boundaries and there needs to be regulations how to work this stuff because it's it's a free for all it's the wild wild west you really don't know really what's happening um especially behind the scenes in in, in the scenes you know there needs to be rules and regulations and now that there was a comment somebody made the other day now they want these kids to have the NIL but on the other side of the equation like with the whole NCA ruling on Tennessee, that's where it gets me. Is like you want these kids to have pay for play, but then you want to then you want to you know penalize them. And there's where my issue is: is what are we doing? Like, yeah, I've always said we need to abolish the NCAA. So like, and it's eventually getting to that point. The next thing I want to bring up um, before I move on to something kind of that's going to go into what you're leading into right there is the Darksmith ruling. Um, you know, they they are basically now saying that they're 
Um, <laughs> you know, their athletes are employees. Um, and I mean, all of that means that they can say that their employees are part-time, full-time. They can give them some benefits. They cannot give them some benefits. I don't know what's going on with it, but I do know this. The labor board today, the regional labor board, clears the way for Dartmouth hoops to form a union. Who, today, that happened today. Who really... Who really seen Dartmouth being leader in all this business? <laughs> I mean, you. I, I mean, know. who saw Dartmouth? The National Labor Relations Board actually put together and said they cleared the way today for an election that could that would create the first labor union for NCAA athletes. Well, that's big. And here, Here's because the thing too. What, what happens here is if if the if the athletes can form unions like the like you know they do in the NBA and like they do in the you know uh, NFL and like they do you know it, then then they can go and say hey we want this and this and that and you have you know you have to agree upon all this stuff. Well, and another thing too is for me this is probably we we mentioned this in a group chat with the. There was a couple of bracketologists I talked to yesterday. And to me, this is the death knell of college athletics to, to the point to where you're going to have, you know, employees, you're going to have, you're going to have salary caps. You're going to have, it's going to look like the NFL and it's going to look like well, you know, the free agent. We've been heading that direction because it's, there's no cap. There's no, like, so it's just been blowing up, blowing up wild, wild west. And there has to be some kind of a structure. Yeah, it's the structure is completely there out, has out, to be out of some kind of a structure. And I think this is one way. I'm not saying this is the correct way, but this is one way to do that is to be able to form player unions that would that would go and negotiate with like the CFP or the NCAA or or whatever. Yeah, and I've just seen this coming the last three to four years. Anyways, you know, they've, you know, with the whole transfer portal. Who would have thought that Dartmouth would would be the one that's leading this? I mean, I have no idea. And and we even mentioned this last year in football season. You know, they need to change the portal till after the bowl games. That's that's where – you're oh, getting yeah, a lot absolutely. of guys. Are sitting it's ridiculous what's going on. Well, and you, but you're still going to have All NFL right, guys. That are going to, what I was saying, you're still going to yeah, have the NFL, NFL guys. They're going to the now. I they're, get they're, they're, they're yeah. going to sit out regardless. But then you have, then you yeah. add to it, and you have basically the whole team sitting out, and that that's the biggest problem. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. So I also wanted to ask you what you what's your initial thoughts and what do you think about the SEC and the Big Ten partnering up to address to address all these college issues? Do you think that is a um, do, do you think it's 
setting up for a future where the SEC and Big Ten are kind of ruling everything? Here's or where, here's they just trying think, to help things? Here's where I think it's going to go. And I I said this the other day on, on a Twitter page, on my Twitter page. It's going to go to a point to where the Big Ten and the SEC is going to turn into this Power Five conference, and they're going to – it's going to be like with the college football side of it, it's going to be like the NFC and the AFC. You're going to have certain teams in one division. That's where I think we're headed to. And you're going to have another team in another division. And basically you're going to have I playoffs. Think we're going to have an AFC and the NFC. We're going to have playoffs. And the two winners of the AFC and the NFC are going to meet basically like a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be all things are different. Yeah, it's going to be different, but it's it's basically going it that won't direction. Be called Super Bowl, but but here's the biggest issue that that happens with all this though is on the other aspect of it, you're going to have colleges that you know, teams like Tulane, um, the UNC Wilmington's of the world, the, the uh, well, Dartmouth, some of these low-lit mid-majors, they're going to be picking up the scraps of all this, and they're going to be left out in the cold. And, and, the, and the small schools are not going to be able to compete with the big schools because the big schools are going to have their own alliance and their own group and their own um, divisions. And and to me that that's a big deal, I think, because you're seeing it with the um you're seeing it now even with Tulane, with the G five teams. You know, they're they're already, you know, winning and getting to these actual bowl games and these playoffs. You know, look at Liberty in the last year, look at Tulane, like, you know, it, it's gonna hurt those teams because they're gonna be left behind in the dust while the power five moves on. You're right. I mean, there there is, uh, you know, there is no easy answer for all of this, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. So, it's I just kind of want to – It's an uphill battle to win. You know, no matter what you do, somebody's going to be left out of something. I mean, that's just it's, the way it is. Well, you look at – I'll take it from a rational perspective. You got college basketball. We've been okay in college basketball for years and years and years that it was only 64 teams or 68 teams or whatever. I mean, well, you have, at some point, you have to leave out some of the teams. Well you, well, you look at it from a wrestling perspective. Back when, you know, when you had the Hulk Hogan's and the Ultimate Warriors and, and, and all these – guys in the WWF and all of them left and it just it felt like it was going to crumble the company but eventually Vince took over and gave it some life and to this day it's still a good company but it's not the it's not the attitude era and the wrestling era that that we have um that we see today but it's it's sort of in that and that kind of figure because you're seeing all the the older teams and all their all you know like the Hulks and all those teams, they they move on and they go about their business and you're having to change things and work on things and, and move things around and I think that's what we're seeing with college athletics. Kylie, mm-hmm. nobody nobody's going to leave the SEC. The SEC gets too much money. 
Yeah, there, and, there's too much. And these and these these teams that are leaving these other conferences, they're not getting kicked out. No, they're, you know, they're not getting kicked out of their conferences. They're they basically all they're doing. They're just they're just leaving. Like they're just they're, they're leaving conferences. They're realigning and, and going. Nobody's going to gonna leave the SEC because you get too too much too big of a piece of the pie. Yeah, in, in the SEC, you know yeah. what I mean. So, you know that that that's what you got with that. Is uh, I mean, even Vanderbilt. Look at Vanderbilt. I mean, right now the only thing Vanderbilt really has that they are still really good at is baseball. baseball. They do have a really good baseball program. Vandy, um, the Vandy boys. We call them the yeah. Vandy boys. <laughs> I mean, they, they do have a really, really good ba- baseball program. They do. And, you know, yeah, Coach, Corbin, Coach Corbin might be one of the best coaches in America in, in baseball. He's a really good Yeah, coach. I mean, absolutely. You can't take, you can't take away that. They, they are one of the top um, SEC baseball programs. They're, they're 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 one of the best. All right, John. Let's get to let's get to a, a college basketball scoreboard real quick, and then um, we'll I'll, I'll let you go through it because I don't have. Game, and then we'll get. I don't, right. have, I, I don't have. I've got the top twenty-five. Okay, I got it, man. So tonight there is um, some good games going on. We got we had South Carolina. Playing at home against Ole Miss earlier. This is a final. Um, it was sixty-eight to sixty-five. South Carolina comes out on top. Ole Miss, um, you know, was Ole Miss like Ole Miss seventeen four or something. Ole Miss made some crucial errors, man, late in that game. They did late. Yeah, they did. They had a, um, they had a um, shot and, that they, it was very un. And South Carolina, who finally, and I had been saying this for a week and a half. South Carolina should be ranked in the top 15. Well, guess where they were yesterday? They were ranked 15th. And I was like, hallelujah, they finally done something Bro, right. South and Carolina I was ranked 15th this week, which is, which is exactly where I thought they should be. Well, and I wouldn't be shocked if they're ranked in the top 10 eventually because they're, they're, they're creeping on the if top they 10. they playing like this, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so they won tonight and then – Clemson gets a huge, huge win tonight in North Carolina. Yep. They beat North Carolina tonight 80 to 76. It's a huge win for them because Clemson had started the season out so well. ACC started and they haven't been playing good. They're like two and five or three and six or something like that in the ACC before tonight this was a big win for them i think they're now like 15 and 7 they'll have this win and against key, north carolina on the road key, this is a road win and a key stat from that game that's clemson's second ever all-time win in chapel hill in chapel hill yeah like like this is a road win in chapel hill i mean that's a huge huge win for them um, likely will get them in the tournament if they can finish the season halfway strong. Um, and then Oklahoma State went to Houston tonight, and Houston wins 79-63. to That was a final. And then in progress, these are top 25 games, guys. Um, 
There is six seconds to go. Iowa State is up three on Texas, 68 to 65. Um, you mean Texas Tech? Dayton is leading St. Joseph's. Dayton is leading, leading St. Joseph's. Do what? You mean Texas Tech? Is It's Iowa State and Texas Tech. No, it's Iowa State and Texas. Oh, is it? Yeah, I thought yeah, it was right now. I thought it was, I thought it was Texas Tech. Texas Tech is playing Baylor. That's right. That's right. Texas, Texas Tech, Tech I think. I think they played Iowa State this past weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember. No, that yeah, was Baylor. I, I, I guess I'm, get, I'm getting all the I get all the Big Twelve teams screwed up. Dayton's leading St. Joseph 78 to 64. Um BYU is down eight in the late in the if second. You've never, if you've never watched Dayton, you need to watch Deron Holmes. The dude yep. can absolutely play basketball. He's a really good player. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Butler Dayton, is is down eight to UConn in the second. Well, I was going to say Dayton. Kind of Kentucky beating Vandy seventy-two to fifty-four. New Mexico. Is beating Wyoming 66 to 45. That's a tough place to play, too. Wyoming is. Wyoming, yeah. Um, Texas Tech and Baylor. Uh, it's Baylor 36 35 at halftime. Also at half, Nevada is beating Utah State at Utah State 36 to 27. Those are halftime scores. That's what's I'll going on. I'll say this about that. I was going to finish up about Dayton. They're making up for that COVID year um, by the play that they're having, which the COVID year, the, the NCAA tournament was canceled for everybody that wants to know. Um, and Dayton had one of the best teams in the country that year. I think they got to all, didn't they get all the way up to number two um, or number something um, with Obi Toppin? Yeah. Um, Toppin was a really good player that year for them, which he, He's in the NBA now, so um, that Dayton squad's really good, fun team to watch. All right, so Kentucky and Vandy is going on right now at 75-56. I want to say this. Man, Robert Dillingham is one of the most fun players to watch I have he, ever he, seen. He's absolutely special. And, and it's not so much what he does, it's how he does it. Like he, when he gets in a on a heater, he just turns up. Like it's just like he has no. He scored thirteen time. points before a cat could lick its hind end. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> well, and and you look at the Vanderbilt game. It ain't just been that game. It was the Kansas game. It was the Tennessee game. Um, I mean, he's done it all year long. Except I think there was one game where he didn't really play good. And he had He's a really had bad one or two off games, but boy, I tell you what, he is fun to watch, and he has all the he confidence. I'll just tell you, man, this Kentucky offense—if they ever get their defense straightened out, which it's been better tonight, I ain't gonna lie—they've held them to fifty-nine points in the ten minutes. It's been better, but it's Vandy. Vandy's really not that Vandy, great. Of a if they can get their defense lined out and straightened out. This Kentucky team is. I mean, this Kentucky team is going to be tested when we go 
Auburn's got a great offense. Alabama's got a great offense. Tennessee, but, we saw Saturday. We played them again. They have a great well, but offense. The Alabama, but to be fair, the Alabama game's at home, so it's an opportunity to win at home. So, but um, so was Tennessee. I mean, but was. their offense is really, really good. Alabama's offense is one of the most efficient offenses in the country. I agree. So, even though we have a good offense, Kentucky has a good offense, it's not going to matter if you run up against Buzzsaw on offense and we can't play any defense. That's true. So, so you're right. I mean, what you were saying is right. We definitely have to get better. Because I mean, we've this offense, this offense is absolutely elite. Like they can score at will. We've, like, we've given up 62 points tonight to Vandy, and there's almost 10 minutes to go. Nine and a half minutes to go. Well, it's better than that's than my average. It's so, got to get better, though. I mean, it's it, it eventually. They're not going to be the greatest defensive team, but they're 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 just going to have to get stops when they need to get stops. Is what I'm trying to say, and and I feel like they've done that tonight. They took care of business tonight, um, because usually in a game like this, when you're reeling after two losses like that, it kind of clouds your judgment and clouds your head. And it could turn into another game where you don't well, really. They started play out hot. Reeves and Dillingham. That's what I mean. They it, hit. They hit ten of their first twelve three-point shots. That's they what I'm saying. They started out quick and they just put the game away. Which that's what you got to do to teams like this. I mean, and, you can't. You can't get much more efficient than that. Okay. From three-point land. Which Saturday they need to pick up a quad one win. Gonzaga's a quad one win. It need, they need to win at home Saturday. It's a big game for them. Um, that's a bigger game than I really – it really needs to be, to be honest. It because, is. Um, Gonzaga needs wins to get to the tournament. It is. I mean, if they don't – if Gonzaga don't they win, do. they're not getting in. If Gonzaga don't win some games, they're not getting in. And uh, – but – Yeah. Overall, we had a great yeah, show I'm going to go ahead and wrap That's fine. We'll we'll do we'll we'll do a short show here tonight, and we'll get off here and watch the very end of the show, uh, the game tonight. Uh, but I appreciate you joining me, and 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 we will kind of wrap wrap this up. Uh, we will do our show, I guess, Friday on night. Friday night. We're doing good. Thank you. Well, uh, we're gonna have a bracketologist, right? Yep, we have a guest Friday night. NKY brackets from Northern Kentucky. And I got another one next week. I think T right. three. He was on our T3. show last year. He was on. Yeah. NKY was on our show last year as well. One time, um, I think it was in February or something last year as well. He was on our show one time. Um, yeah. And uh, it'll be glad to have him back. He does great work. He, and and T three. Uh, and T three will be on as well pretty soon. Um, I'm going. Which shout out T three. T three has not been. I had I T3. had NKY on and I had JBR bracketology on last year. T3 actually got to do a fireside chat with Joe Lenardi. How cool is that? <laughs> yeah. How cool is yeah. that? Like, how cool you get to All sit right, in a man. 
you sit on a space and get to talk to Joe and Artie. It don't happen very often. <laughs> yeah. But that's pretty cool. Hey, Real Fresh Channel, what's up? Y'all check up, out buddy? the Real Fresh Channel. I'm on there on Sundays. There's lots of cool hang stuff out. there. Go hang Howie, out with Howie him. Fred. Howie Fred. He's the, he's the Fred. Fresh. He's been, he, he's, a, he's, he's a Canadian. He's been snowed in for the last five or six days. They had 58 inches of snow. 58. Hey, could you That's imagine being five feet of snow? Could you imagine us being in the us being roommates and being snowed in for fifty for fifty eight days? <laughs> five feet of snow, man. He said the hey, I could just see like 15, 20 feet. You would have you would have done you would have done had me killed by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd have done had me killed. But. But it was a fun yeah, show look at him. Right here. He's laughing. He says, I shoveled for three straight days. Oh, I bet that was fun. Yeah. Y'all go check out his channel. Like I said, we are on there. College Sportscast is featured on his channel on Sunday nights, um, our weekend wrap-up show. And he has lots of other stuff. He has some comedy stuff. He has an NFL show. Um, they do stuff with Major League Baseball with hockey. He's a Canadian, so they like hockey up there. So, you know, um, they do hockey stuff. So check them out. And then they have uh, a couple of fun shows that are like comedies. He do, They do clips um, and, and have a little fun with clips and stuff on a show. It's actually called, and we get, it, get this right, Tokes and Takes. Hopes and takes. I think is what it's called. I think that's what it's called. If he's on, he'll put it on here, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. If I if I remember right. Oh, I got it backwards. Talks and tokes. Talk, talk and tokes. Okay, there it is. I, I was close. <laughs> Oh yeah, and fresh takes is as is as like NFL and the NBA or not the the NLB and the hockey show stuff that I was talking about. And he's got a wrestling show as well, so you might like that. Yeah, I love wrestling. Straight to the field, Strong. Yeah, man. He's he's. He's one of he's one of my podcast guys. He's a really great dude. He's with the fanboys as well. So Justin really Edwards. Great. Justin Edwards is having a coming out party tonight. Well, it's Vandy. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm happy for the kid. I'm happy for the kid. He's had a struggle. All right, guys, we will see you on Friday night for our game day pick'em show. Y'all have a good one.